0: Praise the Lord. Everybody glad you're saved, say amen. Amen. Everybody really glad you're saved, say amen. Amen. How many storms have you been through? How many storms have you been through your Christian life? How many times has God come around on the scene stood between you and the storm? How many times, glory to God? Amen. Amen. I'll guarantee if you've been saved any length of time, there's been some storms in your life. I'll guarantee that. I'm glad I found out thank God that he speaks peace to the storm he calms it speaks peace to me and I'm grateful for his amazing grace and his kindness and I've enjoyed this tonight I ain't got over last night we got through praying up there and asked brother Johnny I said did we go home last night I thought it just continuing on and on and on amen that's how sweet that it was and I'm grateful for God's amazing grace and his kindness It's good to be back in his house and here at the tent, and we're just glad for God's amazing grace. Amen. 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 Thank God for that. Look at the book of Hebrews, chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9. I'll be just as brief as I can. My wife always says, "Uh uh-oh. I don't know Baptist preacher that ever said, I'll be as brief as I can, done in 15 minutes. When you find your place, stand up and say amen. 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 Hebrews chapter 9, verse number 27. The Bible said. And as it is appointed unto men, wants to die. But after this, the judgment. And as it is appointed unto men, wants to die. But after this, the judgment. I'm going to ask my brother Sonny. Would you come up here and lead us in prayer? I appreciate brother Sonny. Folk don't know which one's the oldest, so I'll tell you, he is. But Sonny's been saved about the same length of time. And he I may, sure do appreciate it. He may look it, but he's just been staked out a lot of bad weather. <laughs> Amen. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, yes, God, we, we do. We, do. we thank you so singing. much. We, you. we bless your high in and holy God name for God what God great God. things that you've done. What you're doing, you doing now, right what you yet right to do. Bless you scripture, Lord. And God may you speak to heart. Yes, God, help us, Lord Jesus. Well, God, we'll thank you we'll, God. you. we'll praise you. May you continue to bless and move in this. Speech. Yes, God, do it. Do it, Lord, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, 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 we'll praise you. We'll glorify you. They're, they're care for Thank their care God. Yes. God, may you honor it. May you bless it. We'll yes. Thank you. God. Lord, would you the glory yes. and all the honor for all that you do, for it's in the lovely and precious name that's above every name, the Lord Jesus. Thank Father God. Christ. yeah! Amen. 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 God bless you. Love you, you, brother. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. Thank God. Everybody glad you're saved. Say amen. Amen. Let me ask you a question tonight. Are you sure you're saved? Are you sure beyond a shadow of a doubt? If it came down to your last breath? Are you absolutely sure that if you took that last breath tonight, that you'd go to be with God? That's what's the mandate right now. That's what's important. It's getting people to Jesus. Amen. There's everything in the world going on. There's all kinds of religions, all kinds of cults, all kinds of ideas and opinions. But the truth is that God's Word teaches us that everybody's appointed unto death. And after death, the judgment. A lot of folks are not afraid of death, they say. But I guarantee you after they die, the judgment's awaiting and something will take place at that point in time. If I were tonight to ask myself the question what I'd want to be more sure of than anything else, it's not my health, it's not whether I've got cancer or not, it's a matter of me being saved her lost. That would be the most important tonight. I believe that's the biggest question needs to be asked in the United States of America, especially in these mountains, brother. I'm here to tell you, we've got everything in the world going on. We've got everybody, got a different opinion, got a different thing going on, but I'm glad that God gives us the Word and He tells us what we need to do for the glory of God. I want to preach for a little while on this thought. Once to die, but after this. Once to die, but after this. The Bible teaches us, if you go back to verse number 24 in this Hebrews 9. He said for Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us. He's there for us. Amen. Verse 25 nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entereth into the holy place every year with the blood of others for then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world but now Once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by his sacrifice, by the sacrifice of himself. He says and as it is appointed unto men once to die but after this the judgment. Verse 28 says so Christ once offered to bear the sins of many and unto them to look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. For just a little while let me bring you a message and may God add a blessing to his word. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse number 12 he said wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin and death passed upon all men for that all have sin. The Bible said that death is upon the trail of everybody in this world. When, you're, when you've got a child born in this world death's already on its trail from the time that you was born from the time that you was little death was already on your trail you were born in this world and you were a dying person as soon as you got here but God made provisions so that when we came to the age of accountability so when we came to the age that we could understand the gospel that God fixes so we could be saved see the choice is ours the choice is not the government's the choice is not religion's it's not cults but it's We have the choice. We can be saved and go to heaven or we can reject God and go to hell. So God gives us that privilege and that opportunity and I'm glad that the Holy Ghost of God he brings the word of God to place it in our hearts and give us what we need. Three things right quick. The Bible teaches us first of all that all mankind is under the sentence of death. Everybody's under the sentence of death. Amen. Everybody's going to die. It doesn't make any difference whether you're young or whether you're old. It just don't make any difference. We're all under the sentence of death. Every human being that's ever lived. They're under the sentence of death. You look around at your neighbor right now. Did you know that death's on their trail? You go home and look in the mirror. Death's on your trail. But God's word teaches us that all mankind is under the sentence of death. Romans 3, 23. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Brother, I've been preaching for over 40 years. Been saved 43 years. But that's not what's going to take me to heaven. What's taking me to heaven is the red royal blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God I'm still a dying man. I'm still dying. I'll guarantee you that. But God's grace is so sufficient and God's grace is so wonderful that we just can't thank him enough. God's been good to every last one of us. So tonight is with around. All men. Nobody's going to bypass it. No man's going to f- escape it. The only way that you'll escape it tonight is the rapture take place. And I'm looking for the rapture. I'm looking for the rapture just any minute. Amen. But what makes you ready for the rapture? You must be born again. You must be saved by God's amazing grace. Because this thing called sin. Sin is something else. But I'm glad for God's grace and God's mercy. Boy, ain't it wonderful to be able to come in and sit down on this tent and say, thank God for blessed assurance. Thank God for the privilege to be saved. Thank God I've been to Calvary. Thank God I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb of God. Amen. God's been with you every step of the way. He's always been there. Then there's a second thing. After the death of the body, the Bible said the soul lives on. The soul don't stop. You don't go to the grave and lay there and sleep for a thousand years. You don't go there and you just lay out. Brother, I'm here to tell you when they put your body in the ground, you've been gone from that body for several days. Hey, that soul's already took its flight. Thank God for God's amazing grace. You see, that soul's alive. Your body is temporal. It's just for now. It gets old as you live. Amen. I was telling somebody the other day that's talking about getting old and all that and I told them I was having Ecclesiastes chapter 12 moment. Amen. Somebody walked up one preacher said, what are you talking about Ecclesiastes chapter 12 moment? I said, Go read it when you get home. Amen. Y'all know something about it. The eyes start going out. The grinders start wearing the head. Thank God the ears get messed up. And, brother, I'm telling you, age comes in and all your youth's gone and all that stuff. But thank God, I'm glad, brother, God's still God and He always will be God. God's been so good to us, we can't thank Him enough. Amen. God's Word teaches us once we close our eyes in death, once we take that last breath, the soul departs the body. The body's going to stay. But thank God the soul and the spirit is going back to God who gave it. Now brother let me tell you something. As God tells us in these scriptures right quick that God tells us that there's the death of the body but the soul lives only in eternity. God gives two places in the Bible that the soul can go that the soul will go amen. The first one I want you to notice the Bible teaches us is heaven. Have you ever heard about heaven? Have you got heaven in your heart? Have you got heaven in your soul? Have you got heaven close by you tonight? Thank God, heaven. I'm sure. I'm sure for heaven, if I's already there, positionally speaking, I'm already in heaven. Positionally speaking, brother, I'm already in glory. Thanking God for everything He's done for the glory of God Almighty. Hey, listen tonight. Heaven's real. Heaven's sweet. Heaven's not just here on this earth. I heard religionists say, "Hey, if you got it and you're pretty well off here, this is heaven." I've got news for you. This ain't heaven. I don't care. If you've got all the billions, if you've got all the billions of the world, this is still not heaven. If you're the richest person in the world, this is still not heaven. I'm here to tell you, thank God when you come down to die, you're going to turn loose this world. It's going to turn loose of you and you're going to eternity. If you're saved by God's amazing grace, heaven's your home. It's guaranteed by the blood of Jesus Christ. It's guaranteed by God that there's worthy it is and I'm glad that there's a heaven. We've got loved ones in heaven. We've got people that's already went to heaven. Somebody and said preacher have you talked to anybody that's been there yes I have amen. amen I'm glad you asked that question I do have somebody that's been there amen, amen. I get this on first hand information on second his name's Jesus amen. Jesus Christ thank God he's the one told us about heaven he's the one that went to prepare a place for us he's the one that done it all for the glory of God if you can't trust Jesus who can you trust if you can't believe Jesus who can you believe if it ain't the son of God amen I've heard about heaven but brother I'm glad that Jesus Christ one day took my name out of the old book of life put it in the Lamb's book of life and God Almighty wrote my name down in glory for the glory of God Almighty and since 1973 I've been saved and on my way to heaven for the glory of God I'm not going to heaven because I'm a Baptist preacher, I'm not going to heaven because I'm a Reinhardt. I'm not going to heaven because I'm a white man, I'm not going to heaven because brother I'm sort of what they call that privilege person I'm going to heaven because of Jesus Christ the son of God I'm going to heaven because I've been saved if you're going to heaven you're going for the same reason I'm glad that God almighty son died for us and he died that we could be saved heaven's really went to prepare a place for us he went a long time ago but thank God the best is yet to come and we might as well praise him and glorify him for what he's done for the glory of God I've got loved ones over there I've got loved ones in heaven Amen. Uh-huh. When I go by that hope chest, their body's laying there. Yep. Hey, Amen. That ain't the end. That's right. they might. I never say goodbye. That's right. If it's a child of God, I don't say goodbye. Amen. I say, I'll meet you in the morning. Amen. I'll meet you in the morning. Amen. I can imagine already in glory. Amen. Man, just soon somebody died, like 15 minutes, ain't glory, ain't <laughs> I went through the viewing today about a, a preacher friend of ours and, and uh, uh, his son goes to our church his he's slid and, and I told him, Dad, I was going to pray for you or ask you to pray for him that God would send the hounds of heaven on him and brother, he couldn't sleep or nothing. He got right with God. Hey, Amen. You say, preacher, that's not comforting when you're going to comfort somebody about a dead one in the family. When they have the will of God, brother, that's the only thing comfort. I'll guarantee you that. Hey, Amen. Amen he said I've got to get straightened out and get back to there I said you need to do it now amen thank God for that I told his grieving wife I walked up and told her I said listen I said sister shepherd I said he ain't laying there she said I know he ain't I said he's just shouting it in glory right now having the time for the glory of God almighty amen thank God we go about sometimes like we forgot where they've gone we forgot what they're doing amen there's a side of us that we need to sorrow we need to cry but thank God he said for us not to be as those that have no hope, we need to look up and say, thank God, heaven's real and heaven's sweet. Hey, glory to God, the Lamb, forevermore. Some folk get more excited about going to Paris, France than you do about going to heaven, amen. Some folk get more excited about going to Asheville, North Carolina than you do about going to heaven. Glory to God, the Lamb, forevermore. See, heaven came down, heaven came down and glory fill my soul, glory to God. Amen, hallelujah to God. I'm glad it's real for the glory of God. Oh, I, I've been on my way to heaven for 43 years. I've been on my way to heaven. Me and my brother he got saved about the same time. We've had a time. We thought we was having a good time before we got saved, but boy, when we got saved, Lord, we could become double-barrel brothers. Amen. Thank God we're brothers twice we saved, we in the flesh, and brothers, and then we got saved, we in the family, brothers, amen. And God's been so good, we can't thank Him enough for the glory of God Almighty. Can you imagine tonight what's going on there? Hey, just think about it for a second. Think about what God said about heaven, just for me, before I go on. Why don't you just think about it just for a second. Hey, if He's to call you tonight, or if the rapture took place tonight, you know where you'd be if you are saved? You know where you'd be in a split, boy. glory to God. Brother, I'm tell you, tell you and your wife, you sure done a good job on that. If you'll write that down for me, I'll get somebody else to do it because I couldn't do it. But I sure like to. Glory to God in the Lamb forevermore. every bit of it's real. Every bit of it's right. Glory to God. That's what we have. We have that blessed church, And we've got that whole bean in our bosom. And God's done some things for the glory of God Almighty. See, that's what we've got to look forward to tonight. That world, that yonder has to drink a fifth. That smoke dope. That take drugs in order to be happy. But thank God tonight you can just think about heaven. You can think about how good God's been to you. And God will get you over time for the glory of God. Amen. I've been told after I got saved, you'll cool off after a while. This will get old and you'll stop. What they'll say, you'll be just like us. And I said, oh God, please save me from that. Please save me from that. Hey. Some of them said, I give him 30 days. Some said, I give him 90 days. Some folks said six months. I said, glory to God, I'm glad I talked to God because he said, I give you eternal life. Amen. There's a big difference in 30 days and 90 days and six months. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God. What a Savior that He is. Amen. Thank God for what He's done. This has been the greatest part of life. And, brother, when you lay down your head of a night and you're fixing to go to sleep, thank God you think about if I don't wake up before in the morning if I don't wake up here glory to God look what's awaiting me that's not a demotion that's a promotion and God's done some force for the glory of God as it is upon it unto man wants to die but after this judgment there's a second place this second place is called hell a lot of people think that it's a place you tell everybody where to go I think saints of God ought to go around telling people to go to heaven tell them to go to heaven You're going to tell them to go somewhere tell them to go to heaven Amen. Heaven's where we want them to go. We want them saved, but God's amazing grace. See, hell's a real place it sure as heaven is a real place and it is it sure as there's joy unspeakable it sure as there's the glory of God it sure as there's rejoicing it sure as there's eternal life without any pain without any heartache without any sorrow without any sin without anything brother that could hurt you or hinder you or annoy you amen just as sure as that's going on in heaven there's a place in the regions of the damned which is called hell Hell is a four-letter word. Hell is a real place. Hell's not a figment of the imagination. I'm not going to tell you that the Greek said "hades." I'm not going to try to tell you that it means the grave. I'm going to tell you, God said it's hell. God said it's hell. Amen. Thank God. I I'm glad to report to you tonight that God's son stood between heaven and hell and he stood there. They nailed him to a cross and God's son throwed up a stop sign and said don't go no farther." Amen. Stop. Think. Listen. Hallelujah to God. Don't go any farther until you made your election sure. Your peace calling sure till you're sure you're saved But God's amazing grace. God set up a blockade in front of every human being. Thank God it's called the cross of Calvary. You come to the four way side you come to the crossroads you come to that place and God's son's the one that's urging you and begging you come to Jesus because you don't want to go beyond this point you don't want to shake your head in Calvary and run on down the road and die and go to hell God wants you saved by his amazing grace amen hell look at hell just for a second we look at this place it's a real place if you go back to Luke 16 some of the reference Bibles they say at the head of that Luke 16 They come down here by verse number 19 before you start. And they say the parable of the rich man. That's not a parable. I want to straighten that out right quick. This is not a parable. This is a real life story this is a real life story and God's son brought this man back and let him give a testimony. He let him testify to us. Amen. For every 12 times God talked about anything. 11 times out of 12 he talked about hell. He talked about how awful hell was. He talked about the judgment. Amen. Because we're here for a short while. For a very very short while. Brother when we come down to die the only thing going to make the difference brother Danny is going to be Jesus Christ. You sung about him beautifully. You sung about him wonderfully. Man you made me want to get closer to him. Thank God through that good singing. You made me want to just get closer. Just fall at his feet for the glory of God. You made me want to just say whoopee that's him. I know him hallelujah to God. Yeah because of him. Because of him I don't have to go to hell. Because of him I'm able to go to heaven. Glory to God my life is complete because of Jesus Christ the son of the living God. Amen. Amen. But he said that certain rich man said he died. He fired sumptuously every day. One fellow read that and he said he fired suspiciously every day. <laughs> he had all the good things. He had everything that you could want, everything you could desire. He had five brothers too. He had five brothers and there was no beggar outside the gate. He laid at the gate and his full of sores and he was dying and he's asking just for the crumbs nobody give him the crumbs so the rich man went and said hey listen we got to get rid of him it ain't looking good for all of our visitors coming here and see that fella he's liable to talk about God to them he's liable to talk to them about Jesus amen so we got to do something about him and the word of God says moreover he sent them dogs and unleashed the dogs on him He wanted them to eat him. He paid big money for them dogs and fed them good that they'd do what he said. And them big dogs come out there running at their Lazarus. Before he got there, the Holy Ghost would calm them down. Holy Ghost, Lord God, made them little puppies. And when they got down to Lazarus, they licked his sores. That's what they done. The last comfort he got in this world was from a dog's tongue. Amen. Thank God for that. And the rich man must have heard about it. And he had a heart attack and died. And the Bible says that in hell, in hell, Oh, he lift up his eyes. He's it's not past tense it's not future tense it's right then and there and in hell he lived it's a continuous word it's not he lifted his past tense but he uh, thank God lift up his eyes and he says being in torment he didn't say that he'd been or going to be it said he's being in torment because he would reached this place called hell thank God he'd walked over Lazarus he'd passed Lazarus didn't have a good way to say about him. Lazarus tried to win him to God, but it's too late. So he wakes up in the regions of the dam. He had millions of dollars. He had everything that you could ever want. And brother, when he come down to die, the Bible said there's nobody there. There wasn't nobody there to help him. So hell came and he claimed his soul because he rejected the redemption of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he died and went to hell. And in hell brother there was. He is in Abraham's bosom. Old Lazarus died and was carried to Abraham's bosom. I like that. Amen. Amen. I don't like that. And he died and in hell he lifted up his eyes. But old Lazarus ready to meet God. And it said this in Abraham's bosom. Man could you imagine him he's been sick he's dying and brother been deprived of everything now he's leaning back in Abraham's bosom giving God the glory and God the praise for everything that's done for the glory of God listen you may be deprived in this world you may have to go through some suffering in this world but it's only one time for you as a believer thank God when you get out of here it'll never happen again it'll never take place again amen it's a one time deal Amen. He even said, if sufferings this present world is not even worth it, to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Amen. Hell's real. Hell's a place. I guarantee it's burning tonight. I guarantee you, if you can open it up just a little bit and see it, I man, it'd bring you to this and you'd weep and you'd cry. Oh, Just the thought of seeing your own children, seeing your own grandchildren. Send the people that you love. Send them. Die without God. My goodness gracious. How awful that is just to think about it. Amen. I was raised up with a lot of people. A lot of people whenever I was out there in the world and doing my own thing and everything. And I meet you the other night. All oh, we thought, brother, we're all going to meet up in hell and we're going to have a party. We're going to have a time. But I found out, brother, that it ain't that way. It just don't work that way. Amen. It's easy to boldly say in front of other culprits in front of other sinners, what you're gonna do and what you ain't gonna do. When death comes and knocks on your heart's door, I'll guarantee you'll have a different thought. You'll have a different direction. I'll guarantee it. Amen. When God, the Holy Ghost brings conviction in your life and dangles you out over hell just for a little bit and he dangles you out there to get your attention, I'll guarantee you, brother, the boasting will be gone. The party will be forgot. Thank God you'll see yourself lost. You'll see yourself going to hell. And brother, if you've got any sense at all, you say, God, help me I don't want to go that place because I'll never get out there's no end to it it's forever and forever and forever amen amen I've seen a lot of those people that I went to school with and run around with they died they died under drugs they died different ways and and they, they woke up in hell they woke up in hell immediately and I think about that quite often Several years ago, I was pastor of Big Mount Baptist Church, and we had a young man. He went, uh, is about 1,500 yards from the church, and he went out there and pulled out a sawed off shotgun. He was impressing his girlfriend. Now, I ain't going to impress my girlfriend, I'll tell you that. Number one, I ain't got one. <laughs> I've got a lovely wife over here. Before we got married, I never tried try to impress her. How in the world do you come off hog pen brakes and impress somebody? Amen. <laughs> hey, hey, and he pulled out that shotgun. Stuck it to his belly. Wretched pulled the trigger. By the time he put that thing up and the time that he used it, somebody put it in double-all buckshot. And that buckshot went through, blowed him in two. He's 18 years old. He died. He died without God Almighty. We went to the funeral home when we got the funeral home. Here's some more boys who lived in the community. We was trying to win them to God. And one of them's name was Mike Evans. Mike Evans lived probably 100 yards below the church. And, And this young man, he'd been through wrecks. He had steel in his arms and his legs and his brain and everywhere. He'd been broke all to pieces. And I walked up, Stevie Brooks was another one. He was raised over there in the Bingham community. I walked up, Stevie was crying. And I said, Stevie, I said, you need to get saved. And he got to crying, I said, what do you think? He said, preacher said, I need to do something. I need to do something. Mike Evans was so bold. And Mike Evans, he was the one brother that decided he didn't want God or nothing. He walked up and he said, Stevie, said you go going to me, he said you get in the car. We're out of here, amen. I looked at him and I said, Mike, I said, let me talk to you. I said, same thing could happen to you that happened to this young man in here that blowed himself in two. He looked at me, brother, and here's the words he said. He said, to hell with the church and to hell with Jesus, amen. And brother, I'm here to tell you, it made my blood curl. It made, I stood there and I just shook. A few weeks later, we buried this young man in Clyde's Bonaventure Cemetery. And brother, a few months later, just a short while later, there come a big ice storm over Nashville. Him and his brother went down to a house on Craven Street. They snugged this 14-year-old girl out the window, her mom and dad thought she was in the bed. They thought that she was already put to bed and everything was safe. They got her to come out the window, put in a station wagon. Down the road they went drinking their booze and smoking their dope and, and when they came down there around the tobacco warehouse, just past the Smith Bridge, uh, they went into a curve, got in the ice, and went down in the French Broad River. That morning I was going to work at Stencil Aero Engineering. I was coming out the road and there was a bulletin. It said they pulled a car out of the French Broad. They hadn't seen Mike and his brother in a while. His brother's 29, he's 22, the girl's 14. And brother, they started telling when he pulled the car out of the French Broad, here's three bodies laying in that car. And they named two of them. And one of them was Mike Evans. And I thought, my God, I wonder what Mike Evans is thinking now. I wonder what Ronnie Evans is thinking now. I wonder what's going on in their life. What about that 14 year old girl? Boy, she's out for a joyride. She snuck out the window. Her parents thought everything's okay. But brother, she snuck out. She's in eternity in eternity. And brother, I just pulled the side of the road. I fell over the stern wheel and said, God, did I do everything I could to win them boys? Did do everything I could? I went back through my life to see for everything that we did to try to win them that it did, but it didn't. Brother, I'm here to tell you they died. When I went to the funeral home, there was a look on that boy's face. There was a look like I'd never seen before. They couldn't make him up. Brother, he died an agonizing death. And it wasn't the death that made him look that way. It's when he stopped. Started seeing the vision of hell as soon he as fixing take his last breath. That's what scared him to death. That's what messed him up. I'm here to tell. You. He's there tonight. His brother's there tonight. I don't know about the 14 year old girl. I hope she ain't. But brother in hell tonight. And I'll guarantee you, they wish they could do it again, but they can't. Hey, that's only one experience. Amen. Sad. Since that night, I wonder how many millions. Around the world, I wonder how many hundred thousand. In the United States, it's dying and went to hell. I wonder how many of them when they got there there was no friends. When they got there, there was no banners hanging over the wall. The party's fixing to start. When they got there, they found out there's just another doomed and damned soul. In hell. Everybody goes to hell. They may be a star here. They may be a big politician. They might even be a Baptist preacher. I know a lot of Baptist preachers lost as a goat. I know a lot of them, brother, amen. They wouldn't do the mess they're doing if they're saved. But God's amazing grace, you hear me? Amen. Oh, they're still in pulpits. They're still in churches. But boy, they're doing things that's 100% again in the Bible. And you can't do that if you're with God Almighty. It just won't work, amen. We've got the souls of men in our hands. We've got the souls of people in our hands as preachers. We've got the souls of people, the souls of their children and grandchildren underneath our voices, brother. And God gave us a charge, to win them like we can to give them to God oh man. Amen. amen who's going to care for your child like you will amen, amen. thank God for grace amen. thank God for mercy thank God that the love just look at this third thing i bring to a close what we do with Jesus what we do with Jesus it plans our eternity Mike said to hell with both of it. Boy, ain't that awful words to say. Amen. Here God's son's waiting wanting to save you and you say no. Amen. To hell with all of it. Can you imagine that? Amen. Oh man, they just made my blood just run. I mean, it curdled. Glory to God, I'm here to tell you. I never felt so bad in all my life somebody say that. Right in the face of Jesus Christ wanting to save them and re- reject Him. Reject the only plan. Reject the only person can save you. Think, but one person can keep you out of hell, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't do it. These men here can't do it, but we know the one that can. So we can join together and make up the net. Thank God, brother, and we can spread the gospel and try to win souls for the glory of God Almighty. It's what you do with Jesus that determines where you're going to go when you come down to die. Amen. I noticed a number of years ago, the Bible said there's no fear uh, of God before their eyes. And I started seeing on the back of their trucks, no fear, no fear, no fear, no fear. fear." I've never seen a generation that we've gotten in. I'm talking about some old people like me. Give me amen right there. (laughs) We've got some rotten old people like me. I'm not rotten, but we've got some old rotten people like me. (laughs) They're up in years. They come through that dope, smoking, free, love, hippie, Yippie and yuppie and puppy and everything else. Amen. 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 And now they're in leadership. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in family. They don't believe in nothing. Amen. And these children and this oncoming generation is at the mercy of these people. They're at the mercy of these individuals. And brother, our nation, if you you can believe it or not, we have went downhill for the last number of years. And I'm telling you, we're in trouble. Amen. But God. Wants the church to rise up and do everything it can to win these people before it's too late. We may not be able to change Washington. We may not be able to change Raleigh. But thank God we can change people's lives. We can change their destiny through the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God ain't that the mandate of the church? Ain't the mandate of the church is go out in the highways, byways, and hedges and compel them to come in? Ain't that the mandate of the church? Ain't that the gospel that God gave to you preachers and gave to you Sunday school teachers and you regular church members? I'm here to tell you, God gave us a mandate. Seek them out, them to God before it's too late amen that's in our hands I, I, I accuse the Baptists of becoming Catholics they want the preacher your all to praying, and if I have to I will amen they, they want to do everything Praise God. I like him good old Holy Ghost Field Deacon said, not on your life. He ain't going to do it. We're going to help him.
1: Amen. Amen. We, Amen. Got, we got him here
0: tonight. Holy Ghost Field Deacons, we got him here tonight.
1: Yeah. Amen.
0: I ain't hearing much out of him, but we got him. Woo! Amen. 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 And we just about got to a place Sunday that we Want somebody to do her praying? Do her confessing? Do her shouting? Preacher, we hardly got to come in here and do our shouting for us. It'll be a cold day in July at the equator when I let somebody do my shouting. I ain't going to do it, Brother Johnny. Lord have mercy, I wouldn't trade that off to nobody. Son, I'm going to keep it. I've been known as a hog baptist. You know what a hog does when he gets all the sloppy he can get? The hog badgers lay right down in it and protect him. licking every now and then. When the service breaks out, praise God, I'm going to get in all of it that I can for the glory of God. If it's hitting over here, I'm going to come over yeah, here and get right. under the drippings. Amen. Amen. Thank God for God's amazing grace and His kindness. Hallelujah. What a Savior. What we do with Jesus, that's the mandate of the church. That's the mandate of the church. Amen. Notice three things and I close. There's no other name. No other name. What is Acts chapter 4 verse 12? Neither is there any other name except the name of Jesus. That's the only place we can be saved. Nowhere else. No other time or place than now. Now is the time. Today's the day. Now. That don't mean God won't save you in the morning but tonight God may be speaking to you and said this is your night. This morning. I believe in my soul that Sunday night I went to Meta Baptist Church and I got saved, I believe that into my soul I believe that if I hadn't got saved that night that'd probably been my deadline but thank God I'm glad somebody cared enough for me to keep working with me and keep talking to me and pleading with me to come to God Almighty thank God for that, I appreciate them personal soul winners, amen it's now or never it's in this life or never there's no second place there's nowhere else that you can get it. Once you die, I'll guarantee you will not go towards them places. Purgatory. Limbo. Intermediate state. Float around at you, only find a place for you. I've had enough Baptists come to church and they say, I won't be here for the next six weeks, but my heart will be here. I said, You better take it with you, it'll dry out on these pews. Amen. you yeah. may have a visitor come in and they may fall right on your heart. Yeah. Amen. Glory to God. Yeah. I know what they're saying. They said, we ain't coming. Yeah. I guarantee you go find them and uh, they're probably uh, having a great time. You say, I thought your heart is in church. If your heart's church, you'll be in the motel somewhere and can't move. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I want to give you something right quick. I'm going to close. Just a few of the dying words. The last words. Of the lost, dying words of lost people. Have you ever heard somebody go to hell? Have you ever been beside their bed whenever they're crying out, want somebody to cool their tongue and somebody to put the fire out? Have you ever been around where they said, "No hope, no hope"? Well, I'm gonna give you just a few. You can find these folks. You could dig it up and find it. Thomas Hobbes, when he was dying, he said, "I am taking a fearful leap." In the dark. That describes his dying. You say, preacher, you believe that? I got past believing. I know it. I know it. That's what God said. The second one was Maribel. He said, give me laudanum that I may not think of eternity. Here's a man lost without God Almighty. Here's a man by the name of Voltaire. He said, I am abandoned by God and man. I shall go to hell Oh Christ, oh Jesus Christ, is that the way you wanna die? You don't have to, amen. And then there's Charles the Ninth of France. He said, What blood, what murders, what evil counsels I have followed. His last three words, I am lost, I am lost see tonight while you're alive and you're young you think you're bulletproof you think nothing will ever happen to you but you'll pick up tomorrow's obituary you'll find that some other young people thought the same way you did and brother you'll find out that they met their eternity somewhere tonight you'll hear about it tomorrow something took place and they're out in eternity shores of world it's coming to each and every one of us thank God I'm glad for God's grace Thomas Paine he said I would give worlds if I had them if the age of reason had never been published have you ever read the book the age of reason anybody here the age of reason Amen. This fella Thomas Paine wrote that book when he wrote that book he's come down to die he wrote that book about the age of reason he didn't believe there was God. He fought against God. He was a great patriot as far as the United States is concerned but he was away from God. He didn't know nothing about God and he wrote a book about the age of reason sort of like Darwin did about being a monkey amen. Thank God I'm here to tell you and he said if I would give worlds like this if the age of reason had never been published he's the one that wrote it. Now he's fixing to meet the God that he said there wasn't no God he's fixing to meet the God that said that he said that didn't exist he's fixing to meet the God brother, that he wrote about the God that he denied the God that he followed boy wouldn't that be awful meeting wouldn't that be awful amen he said stay with me he said it is hell to be left alone it's hell to be left alone can you imagine when the family can't get no closer to you the doctors can't help you you're taking that fearful leap into the dark. And you didn't get right with God. Maybe it's a tent meeting you've been to. Maybe it's in church meeting. Maybe they've been to your house, knocked on your door. Maybe somebody cried and prayed over you. And as soon as you die, you recognize, I've played the fool. Not only that, but Francis Newport, he said, millions of years will bring me no nearer to the end of torments than one poor hour. He said, oh, eternity, eternity. And when these men closed their eyes, they died and went to hell immediately. They didn't take three days or three weeks as soon as they took a light nice breath soon as that last breath left their body, they took their next one in the smut walls of a demon's hell. And that's exactly where they ended up. And tonight, how many years have they been there? How many hundreds of years? Many of them's already been there. They're no closer to getting out than it was the first day that they went in. Hey! Hey! I'm here taping on the other hand. Let me give you this. What about the saved people that's died? You ever been around somebody saved and they died? You ever been around somebody saved and they start describing to you about the music? They started describing to you about the singing. I was called to Mission Hospital back in the 70s. My neighbors belonged to a church that kind of shunned. It was a Baptist church, but they shunned shouting. They shunned rejoicing. Really? They shunned really getting down and trying to talk one-on-one with people. So this fellow fixing died. He was up in the hospital, and, and they called and asked me if I'd come up there and see him. And I said, sure, I'll go up there and see him their pastor wouldn't go, their assistant pastor wouldn't go, and they had about 40 of them. So my neighbor said, I know somebody that'd go up there. Said, he's crazy as a bed bug. So he called me and asked me if I'd go, and I said, sure, i go. I said, ask him if it's all right. I said, I've been eating me a bait of ramps. Raw ramps. Son, I could blow that off a dog's back at 50 yards with my breath. Amen. 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 I said, you ask him if it's okay. He said, I'll go. They called back in a few minutes. They said, it's okay because he's so delirious he won't even know it. I go to the hospital. I'm coming down, fourth floor meeting the Hospital. That's when he just had that one long building and I'm going down the hall and here's all kinds of people standing out in the hall and I noticed his eyes coming down the hall and, and the, the, somebody said, well, this is the preacher from over here at Wellington Street from Begum Heights and, and I noticed him, you know, they're just in their nose. I walked into the room and here's this white-haired man. His face is glowing. I mean, there's just a brightness on him. And I walk in. I didn't know his name. He didn't care. I went there because he asked me to I walked up there. Yep. And I said, sir. I said, I'm here. And I looked at him and I said, Lord God, he don't care whether I'm here or not. <laughs> he didn't. He was glowing. And he was saying, praise the Lord. <laughs> Do you hear that music? He didn't know I was in the room. Holy Ghost was in there. Angels of God was in there. Amen. So I just stood back and said, bless him, Lord, bless him, Lord, bless him, Lord. Lord." There wasn't nobody from the family coming there. I stayed in there a little while and said, thank you, Jesus, for this experience because it's a good experience, amen. Woo! Glory to God. I said, if this is dying, give me a dose of it. If this is dying, praise God, it'll be all right. I came out in the hall, and one of them got bold enough to come up, and he said, what do you think? I said, I think all you evidence is just crazy. I said, ain't nothing wrong with that man. He's fixing to make the car sad. He's fixing to go to hell, baby. Glory, hallelujah. Somebody delivers somebody, fixing to go to heaven. Amen. Amen. Son, they all need to get saved as far as i concerned. They called me later and said, Did he passed on? I said, I figured he would. I think he going won't get out of there. He'll putting up that dead bunch. Amen. You saved by God's grace, let me tell you, you're in for something. You're in for something. You believe you're in for something. Hey Amen. Read the Bible. If it happened to them, it's going to happen to you. I told somebody the other day, they was talking about me wanting me to do their funeral and everything. I said, well, I got one word for you. You better hurry and do it. You better give up and go fall down because the Lord's coming, brother. Thank God you may not have time for me to do your thing. Let's do it while you're alive. Praise God in case he comes. Amen. Amen. D. L. Moody, the great preacher of the early days, he said this when he was dying. He said, this is glorious. He's dying. He's fixing to close his eyes for the lifetime care. And he said, This is glorious. Amen. Oh, preacher, I wish that happened to me. You read me, God? You read me, God? He said, This is glorious. Earth recedes, heaven is opening. God is calling me. Johnny, if he comes before the rapture, he'll say, Johnny come on home. he Austin, come on home. Brother Brooks, I've been waiting on this. You've been down there long enough, come on home. Probably what will happen more than death itself will be his second coming that calls us all at one time. Come up hither, Hey man, let me go on. Margaret Pryor. He turns he rose before me like a sea of glory. Dr. Cullen said, I wish I had the power of writing. I would describe how pleasant it is to die. You believers believe that? Yes, sir. Amen. Won't you let somebody here as an unbeliever know that you believe that? Amen. Amen. Stephen Bang said, the sun is setting, mine is rising. I go from this bad to a cry. John Arthur lived. he said, Can this be death? Why, it is better than living. Tell them, tell them I die happy in Jesus. Glory! Lord Shaftesbury, he said, I am touching the hem of his garment. He's dying, Danny, but he said, I'm touching the hem of his garment. Thank God, what a Savior. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Amen. John Newton, who wrote over 500 songs, and he's well noted, mostly noted for amazing grace. He said, I am still in the land of the dying. He said, I shall be in the land of the living soon. What did Stephen say? Stephen fell on his knees. They gnashed on him with their teeth. They stoned him. He felt his knees, his brains running down. He said, "I see Jesus! I see Jesus! I see Jesus! Hey! 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 I see Jesus! Glory to God! That's done. Give me a dose of it." Paul said. He's going to the chop block, going to have his head severed, severed, yeah. severed from his body. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, my departure's not. Yeah. I fought a yeah. good fight. Yeah. I finished my... That's like somebody going to get his head cut off. Yeah. Amen. man! He said, look what's waiting for me. Look what's waiting for me. Look what's waiting for you too. they love you as a parent. Hey, I'm a witness. I'm a living witness. Thank God this is what's happening right But it's going to be your turn next. Lord of God, hallelujah. What a Savior. man, Lord of God, thank God. I'm telling you, brother, this ain't a figment of the imagination. This ain't a dream. This is real for the glory of God Almighty. Peter said, I must put off this my tabernacle. If you die tonight and you're saved you say purt your hands feel, it's going to feel good. Yeah,
2: yeah. Sure.
0: You're, you're going to go home to, how many of you are going home tonight and you're going to hang your clothes up? Put on your bedclothes. Come on, be honest. Praise the Lord. When you die, if you have to go beware of death, when death comes and Jesus calls you, it'll be just like taking off this outfit. My coat's laying up there. The arms can't move because there's no life in it. The life got out of it just a while ago. Don't way, way those sleeves, done what they did, is because there's life in it. The life was in it, there's life in this flesh as soon as God calls this life home this body, it's going to drop because it won't have no life in it I'm just going to stack it up, glory to God and when I step out of it, I won't feel it hit the ground, I won't feel nothing thank God, it'll all be gone hallelujah to God amen, what a savior, glory to God the Bible said, and as it is appointed unto men, man wants to die but after this, the judgment what will you say? Let's all stand. What will you say? They're going to get a song. Everybody look at me. What will you say? What will you say tonight? If you have to go by way of death, what will you say? What will you say? Everybody in this building, you've been given a choice. God don't send anybody to hell. I want you to know this real good. God don't send anybody to hell. That's a lie out of hell itself. God don't send people to hell. People go to hell because they rejected Jesus. People makes the choice. Tonight the difference is Calvary. If you're not ready to meet God, tonight's the night that you need to come and say, Lord, I want to be saved. I want Jesus as my personal Savior. I want to make that choice. I may have somebody run head on into me and blow me into eternity before I get back to Weaverville. Don't you folks know something tonight that all is well with my soul. Everything's all right. But if you're here tonight and you don't know and you're not sure and you've got questions about it, God's got you here for that reason. God set this tent meeting up for that reason because he loves you and he goes the extra mile and he goes the extra two miles and he does everything that he can to bring you to himself. And God wants you to be saved. Matter of fact, God will sidetrack everybody in here that's saved to get to you. And it's all right with me because you're more important than anything in this building tonight. Your soul's more important. You're going to live on and you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Amen. But I want to be a that crowd that says I'd die happy in Jesus. You tell them everything's all right. Amen. Let's bow our heads just for a moment. While every head's bowed and every eye closed, I believe God's speaking to some folk. I believe God's speaking to you. And I want to ask you a question tonight. Just between you and me and God, how would it not be you would be concerned enough to say, Preacher, I want you to pray for me. I want you to pray for me. I'm not sure I'm saved. Or I know I'm lost. Would you lift that hand? Let me pray for you. I won't be back there. I won't embarrass you. Right quick, if I don't sit, God will. Anywhere in the building. Anywhere outside the tent. See, these people listening all around the country. I wonder if you do that right quick. So that's me, preacher. Have you ever tonight said, preacher, I've got doubts that I'd go to heaven. Let me see your hand. I'm going to pray for you. If I don't sit, God will. Amen. Amen. Some of you tonight say, preacher, I've been saved, but I ain't where God can really use me. I don't want to go to heaven just like I am now. I want to get it fixed up. I wonder if you lift your hand and just say, "Pray for me." Thank you, thank you. Would it be somebody else? Thank you. Would it be somebody to say, "That's me, preacher." God bless you. God bless you. All over the tent. Would it be somebody else? Say, "That's me, preacher." That's me. God's been dealing me about some things.
1: I don't want to die
0: like damn. I want everything fixed. I want everything out of the blood. Anybody else? Right quick. Anybody else? Father. In Jesus' name, thank you for your grace and thank you for your mercy. Thank you, God, for the sweet Holy Ghost that's working in this place. I pray, oh, God, that you touch these hearts. Lord, give these people the boldness. Give them the grace. Give them mercy. Step out and say, God, I'm a coming home. I'm coming home. I want my life to count for Jesus. God, add your blessings. Do what's needed. We'll thank you. Before we close this prayer, I'm going to ask you from my left all the way down and around this tent to the right, all you that raised your hand, why don't you slip out from your seat right now? Right now. Get out there and come on right now. Just tell it to God. Come on. You don't have to tell it to me. You don't have to tell it to the preacher. Come on right now. Do it right now. We're fixing to sing a song. Come on, sir. Come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. Slip out there and come. Every hand went up. There's somebody else. Hey, man, there somebody here to pray with you. Come on, come on, every one of you. Thank God while these folks is coming, you come. While he sings this song, you come on right now. Come on right now. Praise God for His amazing grace. Amen. Amen. Come on. There's others. You raise your hand. Come on. Get that thing right. Get out of the blood.
2: Standing by the open door. Yes, His old lonesome heart is crying. Think I'll spread my wings for flying. Lord, I've never, never been this homesick home before. See the bright light shine. It's just about home time. I can see my father standing at the door. This world has been a wilderness. I'm ready for deliverance. Lord, I've never been this homesick before See the bright lights shine It's just about home time I can see my father standing at the door This world has been a wilderness I'm ready for deliverance Lord I've never been this home before Amen. Amen. There's a light in the window Tables spread in splendor Someone standing by the open door I can see the crystal river Lord, I must be near forever Lord, I've never been this homesick before See the bright light shine. It's just about home time. I can see my father standing at the door. This world has been a wilderness. I'm ready for deliverance. Lord, I've never been this homesick before, Lord, I've never been this homesick before,
1: you're not here tonight by no coincidence, you're not here tonight by accident, you're not here tonight by happenstance, Brother Steve didn't preach the message that he preached tonight just because he wanted to, that was heaven sin. God sent just for you how will you meet the Lord how will you tonight meet the Lord nobody intends on dying when they die nobody intends on accidents happening nobody intends and purposely draws their last breath But guess what? It happens. To the young and to the old, to the rich, to the poor, to the bond, to the free. Death comes. He reads you the Scripture, it's appointed unto man once to die, and after this to judgment. I read over there in the book of Revelation about the great white throne judgment, and the Bible says the dead, both small and great, I see young'uns been in church all their life. They've come to the age of accountability. They had a good mama. They had a good daddy. Maybe daddy was a preacher. Maybe mama was one of them old shouters. Maybe they had a grandma and a grandpa taught them about God. But they reached the age of accountability and they made their own choice. They rejected Christ. They're standing there that day giving account not because whether saved or lost they're standing there because they're lost because they rejected Christ. The dead both small and great. Young people I want you to listen to me. If God's speaking to your heart tonight don't come if He ain't speaking to you but if He's speaking to you tonight don't turn Him away. Don't do it again. Don't turn him away when he's speaking to you. Just slip out from where you're at. Come down old fashioned All Choose him. You don't know. You may not make it to be 20 year old. You may not make it to be 30 year old. What if the Lord were to come back tonight? There's not one person in this tent that can show me one thing that would prevent Him from coming. According to that Bible, He could come back right now. Right now. What if He were to come back before you get to your car? How would you meet Him? The dead, both small and great. There may be some folks you've been in church a long time. You've been around church a long time. There may be some folks in here you've got gray hair. But you know in your heart there's something not right. Would you slip out of your chair tonight? Would you slip out from where you're at? Would you accept the Lord Jesus Christ tonight as your Savior? Every head bowed and every eye closed. Miss Martha, will you come get a song? God's speaking to you. You may have very well been here last night. God's speaking to you last night and you didn't move. But you came back tonight. And God's speaking to you one more time. Can I say that's mercy and that's grace that God allowed you to live till today. That God allowed you to make it back to this meeting tonight. That's by the grace of God that He's let you make it this long. Would you come? Would you come? You may not understand all that you think you need to know. As I said last night, there's plenty of men in this church that'll take a Bible and they'll show you how to be saved. And I say if you're here tonight and you're doubting your salvation, you're not going to figure it out standing there where you're at. You're going to have to figure it out on your knees. You don't get over doubts standing where you're at when the altar calls given. Amen. Amen. If you're doubting, You need to come to an old-fashioned altar. You need to do business with God. Because you know what? If you're here tonight and you're saved by the grace of God and you're doubting your salvation, you're at a place where you can't be used of God. Because every time God wants to use you, you're trying to figure out, well, am I saved or am I lost? Am I saved or am I lost? You need to know that you know, that you know, that you know if you're here not doubting and your salvation there's a good possibility you're not saved would you come tonight would you slip out from where you're at would you accept Christ as your savior would you come to him tonight would you come to him tonight friend would you come to him tonight would you come Would you come?